It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey everybody, this is Mike Rotunda, also known as IRS, Erin R. Scheister, formerly with WWF. What's going on? It's your girl, Valentina Loca. Hey, everybody. This is Rip Studwell. Hello, everybody. It's Ethan Everhart. What, what is up, wrestling world? This is the resident rock star of Impact Pro Wrestling, Adam Love. This is Lars Metzger. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your golden boy, Bryce Jordan. Woo! It's the Corn Belt Cowboy, the one called Manders, and you're listening to Shotgun Wrestling Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Shotgun Wrestling Radio. I am your host, Zach Tagus. Before we get into the main portion of today's program, let's go ahead and run down the independent pro wrestling calendar for all the events you can catch around the Midwest area. Starting with Saturday, April 22nd, Tama, Iowa, Rugged Pro Wrestling makes its return to the area for an 18 and plus show. For more information, head over to Rugged Pro Wrestling's Facebook page. Also, Saturday, April 22nd, in Iowa City, Iowa, SCW Pro returns for Hawkamania. Head over to SCW. Twitter page for more information and the great card they have lined up over there. Saturday, April 22nd in Wilmar, Minnesota. Midwest All-Star Wrestling makes their return. Search Midwest All-Star Wrestling on Facebook for more information. Friday, April 28th in Forest Lake, Minnesota. First Wrestling makes their return to action. Head over to First Wrestling over on Facebook for more information. Saturday, April 29th, our good friends in Madhouse Wrestling return to Knoxville, Iowa for their first show of 2023. Find them on all their social media accounts, Facebook and Twitter. Saturday, April 29th in Omaha, Nebraska, Magnum Pro Wrestling makes its return. And Saturday, April 29th in Faribault, Minnesota, Midwest All-Star Wrestling has their next show as well. If you guys would like to be featured on the Independent Pro Wrestling calendar, go ahead and reach out to us on any of our social media contacts we would love to get you involved so until then hope you guys enjoy the rest of the show welcome ladies and gentlemen to another edition of the countdown to bridge city slam i'm your host zach takas very honored very excited for tonight's special guest he's a man who at last year's bridge city slam had retired had one of the best matches of the night with austin bayless and yeah let's we're gonna start right there because you know you nine months ago uh, Storm Thomas, you had this amazing retirement match. The story that you and Austin Bayless told was on another level, and then you didn't. You, we knew you'd be in the house at the last Central Empire show. We had no idea right. you'd be competing, let alone right. going almost an hour in the ring in your first match back. And yeah, man, what's it? What's it been like for you? Like going all the way back to what kind of led to the decision to for you to get back into this? You're just telling me that you're getting ready to get your first show back in. 
the Florida t- Florida area, which would be great to get you some more shows under your belt before coming back up here for Bridge City. Uh, well, I mean, let's let's like you said, let's start at the retired. I was 100% set on being done with professional wrestling. Um, I, I'll, I'll just, I'll skip a lot of the unnecessary parts. So I retired. I did. I had a fantastic match with Austin. It was everything that the story was meant to be. And it ended. And I walked away and I started to take care of myself a little bit better. You know, I had some ailments, some injuries that I needed to to recuperate, uh, everybody knows I had surgery this January on my uh, right elbow. Um, I've learned that in the next decade or so, I'm going to need to get my left shoulder replaced. I don't have any cartilage left in it. And uh, I'm currently getting cortisone injections every four to six weeks just because it's the only way it keeps the pain away. But I, again, and I'm not trying to give him credit. He won't accept it anyway. I had a talk with Austin just a few months ago. And I was like, look, man, I don't know what's going on. I feel like I'm getting the itch again. Like, I went so long without even watching the product. I, you know, I stopped wrestling. I kind of just took a break from watching. And then it started to come back. It like worked its way back in again. That's just like the it. first time it crept yep. up on me. I never wanted to get into this before I got into this, it crept up on me and I called him and I was like, what, what's going on? Like, what is happening? He was like, I told you, you just needed to take a break. And I was like, but I don't know that I even want to. I just, I feel like I'm not satisfied with what I'm seeing. Like I'm watching these indie shows, Zach. And I'm like, I can, I retired and I know I can still do better. And again, you know, whether he wants me to tell the story or not, I don't, I don't care. I don't have anything to lose. He can fire me if he wants to. But Austin straight up told me, he goes, when you started, why did you start? And I said, I, just to have fun with my buddies and, you know, learn something new and something that I enjoyed watching. Maybe I could enjoy doing it. He goes, yeah, you never had any intention of working anywhere but CEW. And then you left. And you thought you were done. But then when you got to Florida, you picked up and you you got good. And the, the problem with me is that I'm very goal-driven. I'm very goal-oriented. And like he said, you can look at it as a good or a bad. But I, the bad thing for me is I got good. So my goal changed. It was no longer just having fun with my buddies and getting in the ring and putting on a show and you know entertaining fans. Now I was getting good enough to travel. Now I was getting good enough to be paid to travel. Then I started to get good enough to get recognized and then get tryouts and get opportunities, work with legends, work with Hall of Famers, work with the next generation of young up-and-comers and the Cauliflower Alley Club. And then the tryout with WWE at the three-day camp. And now the whole goal changed and it became trying to get a job. Well, then I got that final email from Coach Matt Bloom, and he was like, look, thank you for this recent update. Um, unfortunately, we're, we just don't see a future moving forward together with you. Fair enough. Problem for me is I had my goal so set on a job, I forgot why I started. So when there was no job, there was no more reason to do it. When there was no more reason to do it, 
thus the retirement. I had convinced myself that if I wasn't going to get a full-time job, I didn't need to do it anymore. And then Mr. Austin Bayless reminded me that somewhere along the lines, I forgot who I was and I forgot why I started. So you'll notice the return. I didn't look the same. The swagger was there. Storm Thomas was definitely there. But I was the most me that I've ever been in my whole life, Zach. I walked in there in my red jeans, my Jordan 1s, my backwards snapback. And that was the most me that I have ever wrestled as. And I'm done trying to fit the industry mold of what I think a company wants me to be. I told Austin and everybody important that I talked to. And I did. I reached out. I talked to uh, Martin Stone. I talked to Bob Cook. I talked to a, a, quite a bit of people that I really respect in this business and said, hey, I'm thinking about coming back. Do you think this is a mistake? And basically the gist of it was, everybody said the same thing. If it's in your blood, it's never going to go away. And if you're still physically capable to go, go entertain. But I got to do it my way now. Thus, the return of the storm. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that, you know, doing this because you love it. I say the same thing all the time about podcasting. When we started this show, it was never about to making money. Like that was never the goal. And it, even to this day, it's still not the goal. I'm like, it, it has to be fun because the minute it stops being fun, fuck it. There's no point to do it anymore, in my opinion. That's And that's the way I've always viewed it. I'm like, this is, yeah, this is just, you know, for me, I love being able to tell people stories. I love being able to talk to entertainers around the world and it's been amazing journey for me over the last i was starting 2010 so whenever that good lord um <laughs> but yeah just see, 13 years yeah it's like god just to see how far the podcasting games come i'm like you know i still have no interest in doing this for money i just want to do it because it's fun and i'm just right there with you the second it stops becoming fun there's no point oh. and it's just, yeah it's just great to be able to talk wrestling with other folks who love it as much as i do and i always have and you know um you like i said you and austin had an awesome match and then you come back here you get called in to do the battle royal i thought you know we're doing sitting there doing commentary that night for some dang reason the damn thing didn't record which irritates me because we had some great liners in that battle royal matchup and I thought, okay, maybe Storm's going to come back. Maybe he'll be in the middle of the pack, maybe towards the end of the pack. No, 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 no. You come in at the very beginning of the Battle Royal, go all the way, win the Battle Royal, and then do another 20-something-plus-minute match with JT Energy. I'm like, wow, for your first time back, he really put you to the limit here in CEW. It's a uh, – I'll shoot straight with you. It's a very collaborative effort. When it comes to me and Austin, we have a fantastic working relationship. We have a fantastic personal relationship. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've told Austin this since day one, and I will always tell him this until whenever that real final day does come, I'm going to do whatever we got to do to sell the show. It's not about me. I There's a reason I was not advertised. I didn't want to be advertised. I said I didn't want that, and he respected that. 
And I've told him whatever needs done to sell the show and make the show the best. It's not the Storm Thomas show. No show that I've ever been booked on has ever been the Storm Thomas show, nor do I ever want it to be. So he needed somebody to go in early and he needed somebody to close the show. And in his mind, looking at the roster, looking at the storytelling of long-term storytelling, because I'll be honest with you, JT Energy is going to be that guy for CEW. Like for a while there, I was that guy. And there was just that one mountain that JT Energy and JT Energy had never conquered. And that mountain was Storm Thomas. And that's what this was about. So when people look at that and they, they hear what you say about Storm came in at number two, he went all the way. And then he went another 25 plus 30 minutes with JT Energy. Gosh, Storm Thomas is, is this. The story wasn't about Storm Thomas's return. That was just the icing on the cake. The cake in itself was JT Energy finally cementing his legacy on the Mount Rushmore of CEW that he has taken down every top guy that CEW has ever had, that he's had the ability to take down. And for me to pass that torch was special. Um, I wanted to do that. Just like coming up here at Bridge City Slam. I, you, you, you talked about stealing the show. It's arguable that at Bridge City Slam 1, Sean and I, we main evented that. And I'll still put that was the match of the night for me. Bridge City Slam 2. Um, great match. I don't know if I had the match of the night that night. Three, I wrestled Kurt Gannon. Ken Anderson. And uh, there was a fourth. That's how much my mind is just gone right now. That fatal four-way for the Golden Challenge Championship up there. That was a hell of a match. Running next year, me and JTG, that might be the greatest match in Bridge City Slam history. The match that nobody expected to ever be match of the night. Storm Thomas versus Austin Bayless. No one saw that coming. Mm -mm. But but what's the match I'm in this year? You are in a, and I'm glad you brought this up, you're in a six-man tag matchup teaming up with Rory Fox, Cowboy Bob Orton, and you're going to be facing uh, Kurt Gannon, Kenny Van Willie Sweet and Attila Khan. So yeah, that's again another fun one. And again, it's, it's interesting. It's it's interesting because we know the history with you and Rory and the newfound respect that you guys both have for each other. And then you add the legend of all legends, the man who one of the men who was a part of the very first WrestleMania going back to nineteen eighty something. Uh yeah, cow, adding Cowboy Bob Orton. That's that's a pretty that's pretty awesome, man. That's going to be an awesome, awesome feeling for you to be able to team with a guy like that. That's a fantastic match, right? On paper, this looks great. 
I have a lot of anxiety about that match already. It's April 18th. I've got, I've got a couple of months, but I have so much anxiety. Number one, because you're right. Rory and I, and you know, as you can see in the background, I've been able to kind of turn my gym into like a, uh, my own hall of fame here. And I actually I like have the turnbuckle pad over there of Rory Fox and I's cage match. Um, we went through hell for a year. We went yep. to wars. And when we finally, when we finally beat the hell out of each other in a cage. And when, when you are punching a man in the face and he is punching you back and you bleed together and you sweat together, win, lose or draw, there was a respect earned. And I respect Rory, Cowboy Bob. You have to respect his legacy. You have to respect his, his hustle at his age to still want to get in the ring and mix it up. But Cowboy Bob Orton is not a spring chicken. Rory is still rehabbing a second surgery on the same quadricep tear. I'm anxious because I got to protect my team. So I'm putting a lot of stress on my shoulders. Bring this around full circle. This match is not the normal marquee matchup that Storm Thomas has been booked in at a Bridge City Slam. This match, though, like I said earlier, put me in the position to sell the show. You'll notice we're not showcasing my return, my comeback. We're showcasing CEW. The past, the present, and possibly the future. Any one of the guys, I'll tell you right now, ain't none of the three of us. <laughs> Me, Rory, or Bob going to sign a contract anytime soon. You know, we are riding out our dream right now on the Indies and loving every minute of it, of what's left. But there's nothing saying Kurt Gannon won't be signed in the next 365 days. Clip this. Say that I said it because I'm telling well, you. And we've already seen will Kurt. We've already seen Kurt in NWA multiple times this year. So, yeah. You're... You've seen him make appearances. But yeah. I'm telling you within 365 days – he will be signed. As long as he stays healthy, Kurt Gannon could possibly be signed. You're looking at one of the future top heavyweights in the country. You know, Willie Sweets, uh, he's an odd ball, you know. Um, and Attila, let's be honest, he's a lunatic. And so we got a lot, we got a lot riding on this. We got we got men's lives, we got men's careers. Um, but I'm just as confident in myself and having Bob and having Rory in my corner against those three as I was when I walked into Bridge City Slam one, two, three, and four. And if I can deliver anywhere near the matches that I delivered those nights, we're going to have a good time. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited for this year's show. It's crazy to think, man, that we're already at number five and part of this year's uh, festivities that we're doing is we're doing a hall of fame ceremony which is pretty cool and you know it was announced that you are going to be inducted along with sean nautilus which again 
Think of two more guys that represent CEW. You got you got to put you and Sean together because Sean was one of the best um, bad guys, so to speak, that CEW ever saw. In my opinion, his title reign he reigned he reigned tear over CEW. I'll never forget him coming out after your guys' cage match and just causing absolute havoc, and then he took off with the title. <laughs> it was just my back will never forget that match either. <laughs> I've never been choke slammed from that high in my life. <sighs> Yeah, but um, you know when when I when I found out that I'd be headlining the Hall of Fame, and I found out that Sean was getting inducted as well, there is no more poetic justice. I mentioned it earlier. Who headlined Bridge City Slam one? Storm Thomas, Sean Nautilus. Who better to headline the fifth anniversary? of Bridge City Slam and the Hall of Fame dinner than Storm Thomas and Sean Nautilus. It, you know, it's poetry. It really is. And I don't know if it was intentional long-term storytelling, but when you say Central Empire Wrestling and you mention Sean Nautilus, Storm Thomas will be attached to that. And when you mention Storm Thomas, Sean Nautilus will be attached to that. Because similar to Rory, when Sean came after me, after winning that title, we went to wars. Bradbury Hall, down at Bridge City Slam in the Bridgeview Center. And, you know, I, uh, I don't think I'd be where I am without having an adversary like Sean to pull out the best in me. So what better way to say thank you to him than to go into the hall of fame with him in the same way. Yeah. It's uh, I'm really excited for it. It's going to be a lot of fun. The hall of fame ceremony itself is going down Friday night with the show going down Saturday. Let's take a look at some of the other matches we got lined up here. It's just announced earlier here. Uh, well, last week, actually we had um, the front man, Jossie, who again, this is another man that's been all over the, the scene lately, too. We saw him appear at WrestleMania. He's going to be on Ring of Honor this week. By the time this airs, he'll have been on an episode of Ring, of Ring of Honor versus AJ Smooth with special guest referee Earl Hebner. I mean, that match right there, and that's being brought to you by Tag Team Photography, our good friend Clint. And, yeah, that yeah. match, you know, you want to showcase Iowa talent. Those are two of the be- best talent that we have going here in Iowa. 100%. Uh, huge fan of Jossie. Another guy that I haven't had the opportunity to work with um, in Iowa, but I've been on quite a few shows with him. Uh, super, super talented kid. Very entertaining. You know, you mentioned he uh, he had his little spot on Mania. Did you see him on Raw last night too? I did. I did. So Bingo. yeah, he's been. So this kid is all over the place, and I uh, I have nothing but the utmost respect for him. He's out there hustling and grinding, and the one thing he's not doing is making excuses. You know, everybody has an opportunity. It's just how hard are you going to go get it? You know, I hustled. I got mine. He's hustling, and I hope he gets his, and I hope it pays off further than I got. You know, so I'm very excited for that match because I think with the exposure that Bridge City Slam has gained over the last five years, this will not only do great things for just the two of them, but to showcase Iowa wrestling. You know, Iowa gets slept on. The Everybody – seems to put a little shinier light on Iowa now because Seth Rollins has opened the Black and Brave Academy a few years back. But we can't forget that 
there's still a lot of great talent in Iowa before that school ever opened and started producing mm-hmm. more homegrown talent. Well, there's so, a there's a reason that because our show originally we were just covering kind of the national scene we were when we first started out we were really doing the national scene then we slowly started to dabble into the independent scene kind of just doing independent calendar stuff and then slowly slowly but surely iowa kept getting more and more and more and we're like god we could almost turn our show into just an iowa-based show and that's eventually what it came to thanks to all the great companies we have here and that's the thing is you know there is so much talent it's just like you know talk Iowa talk real quick it's just like farming there's a lot of great land it just needs to be cultivated there's a lot of great talent there it just needs to be cultivated it needs to be grown and it needs to be able to be set free and mm-hmm. Jossie is one of those guys that I'm, I'm waiting for him to explode and I think it's going to be sooner rather than later yep and then another match I'm super excited for that just got announced here this pet this week. Actually, we have a grudge match between Damian Saint and Jared Thumb. And man, after seeing what happened to these two at the last show, this is gonna be this has potential to be a match of the night. They got some they got some serious beef going on. There's a lot of heat between the two of those guys. And just from what I witnessed um, personally, there um, it was uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like yep. I've I've seen wrestling rivalries. But what I witnessed was uncomfortable. It was it's beyond a wrestling rivalry. So yeah. Um, yeah. While I'm excited for it, I'm also nervous because yeah. yep. um, somebody could get hurt. There's mm-hmm. a lot of intensity in both of those guys' eyes when they're anywhere near each other. Yeah, yeah. That one I'm really excited for. We're proud to be a sponsor of that matchup. I and mean, yeah, I'm just super excited for both of those guys. I know. Damien took a little bit of a break, and I'm really excited to see him getting back in the swing of things as well. And another Matt, obviously, we can't go with the rest of this interview without talking our main event, dude. This one is going to be really rad, too. A main event steel cage matchup for the CEW title. We got JT Energy, this longest reigning CEW champion. We got Jay Fowler and Niles Plunkay. You know, I don't know if you've been following Jay Fowler much here, but he's been collecting a ton of belts lately as well. I think he just collected his fourth title over the weekend that he currently has. And I'm like, God, man, we're just going to have to start calling you the belt collector. And then you got JT Energy. Again, he's no stranger to title belts either between here and other companies he's been in. And Niles Plunkay, he's been around the business for so long that it wouldn't shock me to see him get the win here either. Well, that's the thing. You're putting the champion's advantage is gone. Anytime you have a uh, triple threat, uh, fatal four way, five way fray, the champion's advantage is out the window because now anybody can be pinned, right? Add the chaos of a cage. Yep. So not only does JT Energy not need to be pinned, anybody can escape the cage. Um, you're talking about a guy like Niles Planquet, who is a legitimate veteran of the industry and is very knowledgeable. You can see it, the way he walks, the way he conducts himself. He plays chess while some of these kids are playing checkers. And he's usually two or three steps ahead of what you're doing. That's dangerous. But then you look at a guy like Fowler. He's no spring chicken in the game. He's, he's a veteran wrestler himself. He's been on the scene, believe it or not, longer than I have. I used to watch Fowler 
from the stands before I ever got into wrestling. And that's one guy that I've never locked up with. Wow. So when I say that I'm, I'm very interested in the main event, I mean that as a, as a fan of the wrestling industry, but I also mean that as a talent because I'm going to be regularly at CEW. There's no way I'm not. I'm not going to say I see a championship opportunity in the future, but I'm also not going to say that I don't. So no matter the outcome of that match, I think, I think this has match of the night written all over it. Variables, story, legitimate uh, dissension against three competitors who have the CEW title basically right in their hands. It's just who's going to outlast and be able to outwit. So, you know, I, I don't think anybody's ever been on a run quite like JT energy. Um, and I would hate to see it end outside of his control, but at the same time, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't interested in seeing uh, an upset. Anything can happen. Yep. And I'm, I'm very excited for that to be what closes the show at Bridge City Slam 5. Yeah, this I – I don't believe I've called a steel cage match on commentary since the one that you were in. So I'm very amped to get to call another steel cage match. That steel cage match that you and Roy had, that was one of my favorite matches. Yeah, that was one of my favorite matches I've ever commentated. That was just – yeah, so much fun and Bridge City Slam, man. I'm super and for you know it's um funny me and my uh, co-commentator Dylan. We were talking yep. with Damien Saint the other day. We were because we actually took him to Bridge City Slam. I think it was two. We took him to, and that was kind of where he first got his itch to want to get into the wrestling business. And so it's okay. kind of all comes full circle for us as like you know we brought our friend here and now he's getting his single shot so that's one of our anticipated matches but the, again Austin's just putting on another great show I love Bridge City Slam it's a lot of fun the thing that I've always loved about it is the fan fest a- aspect too he does it from four to seven which for as a fan and I, I know you too been to many of these fan fests that mm-hmm. is the perfect time to get everything that you need you can meet everybody in that time and be at your seat by the time the bell rings without any issue 100%. Now think about everything we just talked about. We just we just told everybody who's listening a reason to buy a ticket to Bridge City Slam 5. You're talking about talent from all over the country who can go at the highest levels that this industry has to offer today. Fantastic storylines. Superstars from the past, the present, and the future. That right there will sell 600 tickets. We haven't even touched on the fact that the Fan Fest has some of wrestling's most beloved legends in the entire business. You're talking about Jimmy Hart is going to be here. We're going to have Kurt Angle in the building. It doesn't get bigger. No. Every year, when you think it doesn't seem to get bigger, yep. it gets a little bigger. You got, so um, we're going to, you got, yeah, you got Deborah McMichael coming in as well. 15 year old me is really excited for that one. Oh, um, Deborah's yeah, fantastic. But yeah. Yeah, seeing Jimmy Hart, Kurt Angle. I mean, he won an Olympic gold medal with a broken freaking neck. I don't know if anybody knows that. But, yeah, it's going to yeah, be a lot. 
it's gonna be a lot of fun man i'm excited and you know again it's summertime in iowa it doesn't doesn't really get much better than that in my opinion not at all you know so, and last year we uh we broke the bridge city slam record with just a little over 700 people and again clip this i'm calling it now 750 plus and you know it's funny you mentioned 700 people because like i said because of the time frame that Austin does the fan fest four to seven, it doesn't feel like it because everything moves so smoothly. And I always attribute that to as many fan fests as he's attended as a fan. He takes bits and pieces from everything that he's been out of. Um, yeah. yeah, that's what, uh, that's what I kind of attributed to is he's taking smart business. Yeah. Yep. Smart yep. business, so. you know, and that's how I operate as a, as a wrestler, but also as a marketing professional. Again, there's not a lot of guys who really can hold a candle to my merchandise sales, my marketing, my promotion. And it's because I've gone to so many places and I've sampled what other people are trying, what other people are doing. You know, I work, I work with professional artists that, you know, have had contracts with Marvel in DC to come up with logos and design work. There's a new one coming out this week. I have it in my hand right now and I can't show it. And it's driving me <laughs> nuts. Um, hopefully it'll be able to be released by tomorrow. Um, nice. You know, but again, you, you see people doing these things that are successful. Why would you not? You know, I started doing seminars uh, six, seven months ago, just wrestling business seminars, teaching these kids and, you know, these other guys in other territories how to make money outside of the ring. Cause like you said earlier, it's not about making money, you know? And if it is, you're in the wrong place because professional wrestlers ain't making millions of dollars on the Indies. It's just not happening, but you can double and triple the money you make in the ring just outside of the ring by grabbing yourself a sponsor, getting some t-shirts, coloring books, hats, stickers, professional artwork, posters, and I'm only naming the stuff that I've sold over the last 10 years. <laughs> so there's so many different opportunities to make money. And again, Austin being the genius that he is, he's gone to these conventions. He's seen what works. He's trialed. He's tested. He's failed, whether anybody's seen it or not. And then he's figured out how to fix that small failure and make it a success next year. So like you said, by the time people start pouring in at four o'clock, they go through that little horseshoe. They get to meet all their superstars that they want to meet. And then there's still an opportunity to double back if you need to before seven o'clock when that first match starts. And then by the time that first match starts, there's really no reason to get up unless you're going to the bathroom or to grab something to eat or drink. Yep. And everything runs so smooth. You, Yeah, we packed 700 people. And it didn't even really feel like you were stuck yeah for lack of better terms 750 plus this year i have a i have a very good feeling about this now before we head out of here man this evening let people know where they can see you at next like i said i know you got a show coming up here this weekend and you know what else you got coming up here before bridge city oh 100 um you know check out any of my socials facebook instagram um twitter I've got a link tree attached to all of those that will give you access to everything that I'm doing right now. My partnership with Future Legend is on there. Um, we are definitely pushing the Future Legend Storm Thomas sponsorship ideas right now. We're going to be coming out with some uh, limited edition merchandise options towards the next quarter. 
which I'm really, really excited about. Um, we're going to have future legend Storm Thomas hats, T-shirts, etc. cetera. Um, got a show in Jacksonville this weekend. I'll be going back to Jacksonville. Jacksonville is storm country. If there is anywhere else in the world other than Iowa, Jacksonville has always shown love. So I'm excited to go back there. I'm excited to put on for uh, United States Wrestling Alliance down here. Shortly after that, I'll be returning to literally my backyard, the Tampa Bay area for Pride of Wrestling. Um, I will be debuting for them uh, the week after that on the 29th. And then we are literally going into a four-week training camp specifically for British City Slam. Nice. I had to cancel three potential bookings because I told you, Zach, I'm different now. It's not about how many matches I can put on my resume per month. It's how many matches of the night. I work where I want to work, when I want to work. And if I want to take four weeks – to prep and camp and properly come in here and train bike, squat rack, dumbbells, barbells, everything you can think of. I've got it. And for that four weeks, all I'm doing is prepping for bridge city slam because again, yeah, I'm in a six man tag, whatever's best for business though. If anything happens, I'm there, I'm ready. So that's, All right, that's, well, where, uh, that's where we're going, man. Right on, man. It's going to be exciting again. Bridge City Slam weekend happening June 2nd and June 3rd. For more information, head over to Central Empire Wrestling Facebook page. And hopefully we'll see everybody that is listening to this at the show. And until next time, we'll see you right here on the World Wide Web. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.